Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer. What am um, I'm good. Things are good. You know, just I- kind of figuring out what's going on next. You know, like just um, luckily people have been coming in to record. You know what's going on. Yeah. Keeping me busy enough because obviously we can't get out there and do any touring or playing and shit like that. So I know, man. So I, I see that you just got back from New York. Where were you in New York last week? Yeah. So <laughs> kind of a random trip. Um, my buddy Camilo, you know that dude, was doing the comedy shit. Yeah, he called me. So it's funny. In the last two weeks, I've been we we're I was in Seattle with my girlfriend for her best friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. And while I was hanging out with my buddy Sean, you remember Sean Cisneros? You know that dude? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, he's up in Portland. Anyway, yep. he had a really bad breakup with his chick, and oh, we all heard about it. We all heard about it, man. Yeah, exactly. So I told him, I was like, dude, come, just fucking come meet us in Seattle. Someone save him. I know. I love love him. I love Sean to death, but yeah. yeah. Dude, I went to high school with that guy. He was my little brother, you know, like a little annoying brother. I never, I call him my little annoying brother. I never wanted. Right. I have a few, I have a few of those. Yeah. Most of them end up being bandmates. I don't know how that works, but. Well, you know, <laughs> so while we're up there w- with him, you know, like the last night we were there, we're just drinking all day, whatever, tequila shots, everything, mm-hmm. doing the thing at this little bar. And I get a call from Camilo. He's like, bro, I'm fucking going to New York. Shane Mack hit me up. Now I'm going to Philly to hang out with Shane Mack for the weekend. Bro, it'd be amazing if you came, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, because I haven't seen Shane since he moved away. Right. Like four four years ago or whatever. Right. So I drunkenly look up plane tickets and they're only $120 round trip. I bet flying's cheap right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Christina's birthday like that, like that week. So I was like, all right, happy birthday. Let's go. We're going to New York and Philly. Right. So we went out there for the weekend. Spent two nights in Philly, hung mm-hmm. out with Shane and his chick, and we got a couple hotel rooms and, you know, broke all the laws. You know, people say don't go anywhere, don't do anything, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, fuck. Well, I mean, you mask enough. up, I... you fucking do what you can. How was traveling oh, yeah. during Corona? You know what I mean? Like, how was the flight? How was it? What's the vibe like? Just, you know, you keep your keep your mask on. They don't give you any booze or anything on the plane anymore. Yeah. You barely get like a little fucking cookie and a little ration for a five-hour flight yeah yeah but you know mostly they they keep um you know there's never well it's not supposed to be three people sitting in the you know there's one seat in between but on the way out there it was actually pretty packed and they had all the seats full oh wow yeah but you know you just got to keep your mask on the whole time and Mm. just do do the thing and they claim Mm. that they're cleaning everything all crazy and doing their thing and Actually, somebody told me recently that uh, fl- getting infected on a plane now is like less likely than getting struck by lightning because of all the filtering and shit that's going on. on the I mean, they filter like, the fuck out of the air on those cabins. I mean, that's yeah. Sure. So as long as they're anything. keeping up on that shit, it's probably all right. I took a flight at the beginning of Corona to Texas for some training for work, and it was yeah. definitely odd. I mean, you know what I mean. But the pe- the flight was 
pretty packed that you, I still had the seat in between, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they were, it was, it was the different vibe, dude. I mean, even at the, yeah, the airport was melt, you know what I mean? I've never seen, you just don't, you don't see that. You know what I mean? So when you get to New York, how's New York? I mean, that it's, was it's the nice open. thing about everything. Dude, it was chill, you know, like there's no big crowds anywhere. Right. Um, you know, we got there. So we we left we left Philly on a Sunday and we rented a car and we drove and we like hit the Jersey Shore and like mm-hmm. a bunch of little stops. We found that the, the place Camilo's super into like uh, Kevin Smith shit and like oh, okay. went, they have a comic book store at some place in Jersey. Yeah, we yeah. went we went and found the the convenience store that, from Clerks, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like awesome. <laughs> did a little scene from there. You know, yeah. just stupid shit like that. A Jersey Shore house and like mm-hmm. all this stuff, you know. So yeah. by the time we got to New York, it was kind of in the evening, and we tried to go out. We went to Times Square and did that thing at night. And but by the time we we're like, let's get a drink, you know, none of the bars were open. So right. I think they're closing at still at ten or eleven. Yeah. So we didn't really like, you know, it was just like get some pizza. We just walked around the next day. Yeah. We were there all day and we just mm-hmm. did the walking thing and did all the touristy shit that I've never done before. See, and that's you know? the thing is like, it's, like it's nice. There. Yeah. Because when we're on tour, you're on tour fucking nine months out of the year. You don't get to do shit, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it's like, I've been to New York five fucking times, but only once <laughs> have I yeah. ever like done the New York thing. You know, it's like, it's weird, yeah. man. It's, I've so never it's nice been to do in that front shit. of the Empire State Building. Or, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and with less people around too. So that's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's cool, man. It was a nice, like, this is the time for trip. people that are just, yeah. Yeah. So it's good to be back. And I think that's it for a while. I don't think anything else is happening. Well, I mean, it, according to everyone else, the fucking rest of the world shutting down. I mean, you see Europe shutting down again and you know, all that know, stuff, it's you know, so it's like, crazy, fuck, man. man. I mean, we're not going to be out of this till I read some statistics that like on past pandemics, and there, you know, everyone was saying like, it's 18 months, it's 18 months before it, it tears through the world population and really starts to mellow out. You know what I mean? Regardless of herd, herd immunity or whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? Before it really yeah, starts yeah. like dying out finally, you know what I mean? Or get, becoming part of the normal fucking plethora of, of diseases we're exposed to every day, you know? but right. I don't know, man, it's yeah. been insane, you know? Uh. But well, I know that I'm you've been like, uh, I'm t- sorry. No, I'm just, I, I'm just not, I'm just not worrying about it. I'm not keeping my hopes up that anything's going to happen anytime soon. As far as like getting out there, you know, taking and enjoying the time off and really working on the studio and doing a bunch of shit here that I've been wanting to do for years, finally right. fix, you know, wiring the wall things and mm-hmm. painting and redoing shit. You know, it's like, Oh, wow been here for 10 years and i haven't done this little wire this panel up on this wall and finally you know yeah. it's shit like that it's well the studio is looking great man. so I mean, you know that's nice it's 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 rad that like because yeah. you're you are part of the like independent contractors that you know and, and a part of music that just gets completely fucking forgot about you know what i mean like you know it, obviously we know how important engineering yeah. is and recording and all that stuff it's such a major part of our industry but when you think about musicians out of work yeah. which obviously you are with being a night demon your fucking touring schedule i'm sure yeah. is smashed to nothing like you don't people forget that there's like you know people like you that have made their whole entire living off of fucking recording and being available for people you know what i mean and 
you know, yeah, when, yeah, when you're sure. doing that, it's like, it's got to be insane because you're like, not only are you watching your whatever stream of revenue from playing music tour dry up, you're watching your actual fucking stream of revenue dry up on top of that. You know, it's crazy. I, yeah. I just, you know? No, for sure. It was definitely worrisome at first, you know, then kind of, you know, couple, first few months was a little weird, but then people were kind of testing the waters like, hey, so are you doing stuff? I'm like, I'm here. Let's go. You know, like, I'm like, if you're worried about distance, I got a big space. You could stay away from me, go in the other room, whatever, right. just <laughs> come and record. Come on. Right. Right. But, you know, luckily, like when they they added that extra, you know, when they did the unemployment thing, they added like the independent contractor part. Yeah. Like that saved my ass because totally. before that, I was like, fuck, this is gonna be rough. I don't know what we're going to do. It'd be you nice know. if they fucking did. Because like again, even right? like even we, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. It's like, well, if you're gonna keep us here, you're not gonna let venues. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on. You know, like they did some. There's something they tested in Germany. Did you see that? Like a festival kind of thing. Like a. Oh really? Oh, it's just I don't know. Dustin was telling me about it yesterday. And like an outdoor kind it's of thing. Like you know, they gotta check. Yeah. And but there's all these requirements, man, like going in, you know, like to get in the test. You have to first of all be tested, which is fine, one thing. If and they have it, everybody's temperature, if they have it. Yeah. And like there's a tracker thing and like all this crazy shit. It's like, dude, who's gonna want to do all that crap? Just we might as well just wait till it's fucking done over yeah. with and just, you know, fuck. It's like yeah. I get the effort, that's fine. It's like the the live streaming thing, which we tried to do. It's cool. It's fun to do, but you know, that's not going to replace that shit. There's no way. It's definitely not, man. The one thing I can say is that it felt really good to play. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I'm sure Night Demon's done something like this already, but it felt really good to even play. Even if that, even that it was in your studio and God only knows, you know, we ended up having a couple hundred <laughs> views on the thing, but you know what I mean? But it was like, right. you know, um, it just felt good to play. You know what I mean? And that's what you forget how, you know, why we do this. You know what I mean? First of all, it's, mm -hmm. we like doing, we like playing music for ourselves because it does, you know, it is a part of, if you're anything like me, that shit gets my demons out. You know what I mean? <laughs> all that stuff. I have to, I have to write riffs or I will kill something. You know what I mean? Um, not all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, I have to that turn release. knobs and like record shit or else I'm going to. Crazy. fucking freak out <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah um so yeah. i mean it is a selfish act that we do but to be able to share your creativity with a group of people and get that immediate response like it's such a massive fucking part of of the of war of the world music's the only thing that transcends political lines and fucking bullshit like ideology and religions you know music is the only thing that fucking crosses all those fucking lines you know, and to lose that is, you know, I'm yeah. realizing it's such a massive thing to do right now, you know? Yeah, totally, man. I Nuts. agree. Yeah, I mean, we've we've kind of, we haven't done any, the live stream thing, a couple of things have come up, but, you know, seeing how hard it is to actually pull off and make it, mm -hmm. like, good and, and, like, quality, like, we want, we want to do, you know? It's like, man, it's a whole thing. So we're just kind of holding off and just we're it's kind of worked out for us anyway because we need to write more shit and we're trying to like finish this album that we've been working on forever mm -hmm. and if we didn't go if we had gone on all these tours man we wouldn't have the material that we have right now like 
that'll actually be ready to go by like the end of the year. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of a blessing. And, you know, we have the other rehearsal place here. So mm-hmm. we're lucky, man. We, but we, you know, we, we put a lot of work into it and fucking blood and sweat and sleeping on floors for fucking 20 years. And totally, man. You know, I mean, dude, I've been fucking playing in bands for 25 years and I've just had a chance to be on a bus for the first time last year. I know. You know it's crazy. Yeah. You're like, no. You know? yeah. yeah, it's insane. I know man. some I mean, fuckers that were, were, their first tours are on buses and it's like, fuck you guys, man. You know, well, and you know, people don't know that. Like they that. don't know that. <laughs> You know, they think when the band's on tour, especially like a band like Night Demon, which has some serious notoriety and some fucking, some real legs under them, they think, oh, hotels every night, you're on a bus, you're fucking blah, blah, blah. And then you go, dude, there's, it literally couldn't be furthest from the truth. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah in Europe, you get some of that, but like, not, it's not happening, right. especially in America, dude, not at all. It's not happening, you know? Well, see, Europe is just like, you, you just have to like, that's its own thing. Because if you try to compare Europe to anywhere else, then you're going to just fail because they yeah. spoil us over there, man. Yeah. That's why we come back to the States. We're just like, you know, wah, oh, wah, wah. you know what? Yeah. The UK is like that too. It's like the States. Like when we did that last tour before the end of last year over there, like most of it was in Europe and it was killer, you know, like some of the guys on the other band were vegan. So it was like, yeah, vegan spreads, meat spreads, whatever the fuck drinks. We go to London or like England. The first show was like, there was like six bottles of water backstage and like a fucking dark, dingy, like dungeon thing with the, you know, this old staircase for fucking three bands, dude. Like on one tour, just like, oh yeah. This is how it. Yeah. This, this is, is tour. I remember this. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Uh, so, like, I, I'd yeah. love to, like, how I know you've always, like, I've known you for many, many years. You've always been an insanely talented musician. Yeah. But, like, how did you get into, like, like recording and playing music? Like, to be able to operate that board is like so beyond my pay scale. I get anxiety <laughs> even thinking yeah. about it. You know, like, how did you start getting into that kind of stuff, dude? Uh, I don't know. I guess I just like, you know, my dad's a musician. He plays keyboards and stuff. And he's always been like kind of one of those dudes that always would buy all the newest shit. And like, you know, he always had the biggest bitch in a stereo system and all that shit growing up. Like my uncles used to call him fucking Zoom Zoom because he was like always buying the newest shit. And like, you know, whether he needed it or not. I mean, he's still that way. I tell him all the time, like you buy this thing. It's like you, you use like five percent of this thing but like you don't even know how to use 95 percent of it you know he got it just but enough to know best. it that's it you know yeah but yeah. so i think there's a lot of that and then in, in high school uh the band that i got into in oxnard when i moved out here uh fucking somebody had a little four track you know cassette thing and we just started fucking around in our, in our drummer's garage and i just kind of like oh kind of caught a knack for it and just never stopped doing it from there you know and then it went from the four track to an eight track then i got the real the real machine like mm-hmm. you were in were you in oxford thunderbird right mm-hmm. yeah yeah you guys yeah. re-recorded on tape one yeah, time yeah we did i, I had I that, think our last I recording before we broke up dude yeah i have that tape somewhere i was Do thinking you? about that oh i actually yeah. heard uh manassian has he played the songs for me the other day 
And I was like, what the fuck? It was like a nine minute song. Remember we used your Juno? You know, we were space oh, echoing fuck, out. And yeah. fucking, it was getting, yeah, and dude. Matt was building that modular synth at the time. Remember it was like, and yeah, you were the, I yeah. mean, Ventura is a small community of people. And like, you are the only motherfucker that really understands that type of shit. You know what I mean? So it was like, <laughs> Armand is the man to go to because he's yeah. not going to blink an eye when you tell him you're using a 70s amp. He's not going to blink an eye when you tell him, hey, we're in G, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Like, he, right. you know, yeah. like Armand understands like... this shit, you know what I mean? And it's like, for years, you know, you've always played like metalish type music and, and you know, whatever, punk and metal and stuff. Yeah. But like, you really have a broad understanding for that sound and the Sabbath and the fucking, all that stuff, you know what I mean? And it's like, even in a very, I mean, 20 fucking years ago now, it's like, you naturally had that. Yeah. Whereas like, you would go to some other studio where, you know, you start you start wheeling in a full stack, and the guy's like, no, uh, uh, no, 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 right. no, no, you know. Whereas like you embraced our ridiculousness, you know what I mean? Yeah, it made it sound good. Well, I think know? that's a lot of it. We were also, you know, we were kind of in the same, you know, like school together in a way. You know, like I was still experimenting with shit, and I wanted to hear how to get those crazy big sounds like I heard on all those old recordings that I love. And, you know, I was a huge fan of like the Steve Albini kind of stuff and all that was a big thing. And his thing was like these natural organic sounds. And I was always trying to figure out how to get that. And I'm still like, I still, I'm always doubting everything I fucking do, man. Like oh, it's course, always dude. like, come on, fuck, I should have yeah. done this and done that, you know, or I could have yeah. done this better. And it's yeah. just crazy. It never ends. Yeah, but well, that I mean, I you think always just, beat yourself up. I always beat myself. I, I mean, the tongue yeah, record. I mean, that's what we sounds do. Sounds right? incredible. I'm fucking. I'm probably more happy with the tongue record than I've been with a lot of music I've ever done. You know what I mean? But I'll yeah, hear dude, shit you guys and go me. that I did, and I'm like, fucking moron. You know, <laughs> like you know, like <laughs> Bill pointed out to me, we got a new guitar player, Bill Benson, right? And so he's trying to learn yeah, the songs yeah. and he goes, do you realize that like halfway through the right. song, you go from four to five? And I'm like, I had no idea. No, I know. You know, like I'm mean? off. I'm well, like I'm playing on a four. And then all of a sudden when I sing, I'm, I'm playing on five. Now I'm changing on five. Oh. Rather than, and, and I'm like, fucking no way, dude. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> and I listen to it. And I'm like, okay, you're just a moron. You know what I mean? But, he I would, remember, like, he would you, point that out. Oh, of course, Bill would. Yeah, he's so talented. Dude. But you know what? <laughs> I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pout. I'm gonna fucking tip my own hat. My riffs are kind of fucking him up right now, which is good. <laughs> you know, I feel good. You know, I lost you for a second. Somebody was trying to call oh, me. Anyway, that's all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like I said, I, my my riffs have been kind of fucking him up a little bit, which is making good. me pretty nice. proud. You know, because I'm a moron, dude. You know, what I mean, it, well. I, you know, Nick is like Nick had to explain That's... to Bill. He's all he plays on one end. He's one end all the time. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay, you know. But then you're still like, well, what does that mean? You know, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I, you know, I'm in the same way. Like, I was never. I took lessons for like a year. You know, when I was first starting out, mm -hmm. and the minute we started getting into like scales and theory, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is school. Fuck this. Yeah. Just teach me how to play this fucking Megadeth song on this tape. You know, that was my favorite part was bringing that, 
bringing the tape in and be like, oh, yeah, all right, you get to learn a song today. I'll show you a riff, you know. Mm -hmm. So that I quit, you know, and so I never learned the proper shit and the scales. I just kind of figured it out, you know, by listening. And I mean, that's I think that's the cool thing about how kind of we grew up when we didn't have the Internet where everything is there and you can learn everything by somebody just showing you like, dude, I had to sit there and listen to that fucking tape and rewind it and go back and go back and try to play, put, move my finger around till it sounded right, you know, on the thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. do that shit for hours. And like, mm -hmm. now you just go on YouTube and it's like, Oh, here's how you do this. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like, that's great. I love it now, but in a way, I think it's kind of killing like creativity and, and ear training, you know, where you yeah. can like actually hear notes and stuff without having to, you know, and having that like, you know, unorthodox like kind of playing makes you write cool shit that maybe you wouldn't write if you knew that, oh, I'm playing a fifth over a four and a seventh, eighth or right. whatever, you know, pound sign, whatever the fuck, you know, yeah. hashtag, <laughs> or, like, hashtag you're off, buddy. <laughs> You know, like, dude, who cares if it sounds good? It's good. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't care if it's in key or whatever, you know? I mean, you know, it, it's a weird one, man, because I, I just don't, you know, I've, I I agree with you that, like, when you meet someone that is, like, like classically taught, right? You know what I mean? And understands music theory and all that, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? You can actually probably yeah. make a career no, it has doing its... that. But I do find that has the most creative fucking riffs, the most creative songs, the most creative people that you meet are the people like me and you that are self-taught that, you know, have not been locked into a box, you know, as far as like, yeah. well, this chord goes with this chord. So that's not, you know what I mean? Like, these are your fucking, here's your circle of fifths and here's this, you know, like us just literally, I mean, I wore fucking Damage Incorporated out like the tape trying to yeah. figure out bass riffs Dude. Fucking, you know what i mean like i literally wore the tape out like whereas like yeah. i knew that two minutes in the tape was gonna warble really hard and so i'd have to like <laughs> you know, like try to you know what i mean like right uh, i think that shit like follow it along yeah it just totally like it opens up your creativity and it doesn't lock you into an area but now as i'm getting yeah. older and i understand my style i understand myself playing music i understand my my keys that i can work in now i'm wanting to really be able to branch yeah. out and and like figure out like where the fuck am i you know what i mean like i'll get halfway through something yeah. and i don't even know what no, fucking I, mode i'm on you know right no i agree i'm kind of in the same way and it's and it's really helped me because i kind of got to a point i felt for a while where i kind of hit a wall and i was like i, I don't know what else to do from like writing a solo you know it's like i only mm -hmm. i only had so many tricks and that's when right. i was like fuck man maybe i should like sit with somebody like i always wanted to to sit and like study with uh fucking remember jake jake bossler like thorn lord oh, yeah dude yeah that madman yeah dude because like because he's one of those guys that knows his shit but he's also crazily creative yeah and yeah. writes really cool shit yeah but knows how to do it and knows why he's doing it. See, that's the like fine line that you gotta find. You know? Yeah, you gotta find I it. I always thought of harness the chaos. <laughs> Rad yeah. to sit with that guy and be like, "All right, dude, here's Help. what I know how to do. Yeah. Show me how I can go somewhere else." You know? Yeah. But I actually I watched Thornlord one time, right? Uh, you know, and 
I, re- I already knew that he was like a monster, right? And Danny obviously is nuts, you know? And I watched yeah. him warm up, and he, all he did was this. He fucking finger-tapped the Popeye theme song. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? That's amazing. You know, I mean, it was like... <laughs> and I was like... What just happened, dude? Like, that might be the most yeah. complicated piece of music I've ever fucking seen. And I had no idea. Yeah. And then he's like, no idea. And you're like, God damn it, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but that's Love how it. he warmed up. He finger tapped the Popeye theme song. You know, and you're like, <laughs> you have to be out of your fucking mind to like know that. <laughs> like, those are the kind of guys that yeah. I love to watch play, though, you know? So, yeah, 100%, man. I'm man. cool. I'm good. That's beautiful. So, um, so obviously, yeah. I mean, Night Demon has been like an insane whirlwind since you stepped into that, right? I mean, um, yeah. And I mean, I know that you said you guys are finally able to start focusing on writing and stuff, but I mean, are you guys just at this yeah. point just starting to really just push shit back and back and back? I mean, are you guys making plans for 2021 yeah. right now or what? I mean, at this point, I think the only thing that's kind of on the books that we have any control over or, or, well, we don't have control over, really. But they're saying, right, at this point is booked. This is like a festival in Europe in July, you know. There was a couple of tours that we were going to try, that we were trying to do this last year that were going to be really, really cool. It was a really killer lineup. It was going to be us at Band Midnight. Um, I think we're going to do some stuff with Satan at Band 2 and... (laughs) you know but all that shit just it's like okay next year but then you know now the booking agents are starting to say well we don't know maybe summer maybe fall maybe 2022 yeah now you know some of the bigger bands like priest and shit are just saying like ah 2022 you know yeah we're gonna start up again yeah so i don't know i'll tell you what though the one cool thing that i guess would come out of this is that people are going to be so fucking pumped when it comes back around. Right. It's going to be like babies are born, you know, which yeah. I kind of think we needed. We needed a bit of a reset, man, because there's just too much shit out there and too much going on. Like Europe was getting really crazy with all the festivals. Like, dude, it's just every fucking weekend, man. There's like every kind of festival, you know, it's like, do you really need a festival that's 20 black metal bands? all playing the same fucking kind of thing for like three yeah. days in a row yeah well yeah. down the street there's a fucking you know traditional metal festival and then there's you know the you know doom fest it's like dude this fucking whoa it's getting crazy now and people yeah. are having to like decide well what what do i want to really see you know well so i don't know maybe point, it's, it's the kind of falling off. you're calculating loss at that point because there are a lot of people like me and you who appreciate all kinds of shit. Like, I don't know what type of, I've never had the benefit of playing any sort of big festival like that. So, but for me personally, I couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't fucking get me to go to a three day black metal festival. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like there's no way. And I love black metal. I mean, I really like it. It's a great music, but you also couldn't get me to go to a three day doom festival or a three day fucking you yeah. wave a British heavy metal. Like, I like when it's a conglomerate of shit. You know what I mean? So, I, yeah. I, you're right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, yeah. some of these people need to peel off and, and just kind of, like, you know, learn to gather the resources and make, you know, a couple big a year. But, I mean, you made a li- you guys are making a living off festival touring circuits, right? And a lot of people are doing that out there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's definitely where our 
bread and butter is at, you know, like we got to a point where we built it up to where, you know, we can do like headlining tours over there and actually like, you know, draw a pack a club every night. And mm-hmm. dude, it's great. You know, like we invested, we got our own van over there. We bought backline over there. Like we have everything. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, now we can go over there and it's like, all we have to pay for are our flights, you know, and then we can actually come back with some money and, you know, I mean, that's what, dude, built our studio next door, you know, like right. that's, that's all fucking band money, man. We earned that shit, you know, and, yeah. and it feels good, but it's scary now that it's like, fuck. So we're trying to find these other avenues, you know, with like doing this podcasting that we're doing and having like a subscriber section, like kind of a subscriber thing. It's like, dude, it feels weird. Like asking people for 10 bucks a month, Yeah. you know, but you know what though i mean you know it is what it is man if you're passionate about it and it's really about staying in touch with people at this point because you don't have the music you don't have the tour hey see you next summer so it's like dude anything a band can do at this point to keep in touch with their fans keep the fucking memory going keep that you know thing going which is why i love like what what you guys did with the seven inch releases or the single releases that you guys did yeah. in that series of months. Right. Like that's such a good way because that's me and me and uh Jarvis talked about that a long time ago. Like how I, I was telling him like I don't wanna I don't want to do a record, dude. I don't I want to do like yeah. a couple bangers a year because at this point you're lucky to get two songs on a fucking playlist. You know what I mean from Spotify or what you know like exactly you know, people are listening to full albums you guys have diehard fans I'm sure they're going to listen to everything but to keep yeah. in touch with your fans like that there's nothing wrong with that dude you know Well no and it's like instead of just putting one thing out and then you know maybe in 2 years we'll put something else out or something yeah just keep it new keep it going keeps the interest of the band up you know cuz it's like every couple months or something new or do an ep every six months or something Mm -hmm. like that and it's easier for us man like you know like it's it's not the 70s where there was a label paying you to fucking stay in your rehearsal room for two months and write two albums right we've all got other things going on Mm -hmm. we've all like we gotta like survive and we're if we're not touring it's like i'm in here recording jeff's managing other bands dusty's working on his drum shit whatever Mm -hmm. it is you know it's like I wish it could be just this and just be able to focus on that one thing and nothing else, Yeah. but it's just not the reality of it. So with that comes, you know, it takes longer to fucking write shit, you know, and then we're so meticulous about what we're writing and we just, you know, we can just sit there and write the same old song all the time. Just be like, all right, well, this is what we are. So let's just stick with that formula. And like, that's easy. I feel yeah. like we're, we all know that, you know, we're at a level of like, musicianship or whatever that we can fuck around and try new shit and break mm-hmm. some molds and i mean it's you know we're not rush or fucking you know the zapper yeah. gonna reinvent the wheel but at least yeah. mix some shit up you know and, and try some shit because we can you know yeah do a fucking so, dynamite dude do, do a kisco album man you know that's what that's what i'm waiting for hey, where's man, the listen, fucking night got... kisco record dude <laughs> Well, there's a, we're going to do a cover of uh, the Bee Gees. Um, no, was it uh, uh, Night Fever? Dude. Night Demon? Night Demon, Night Demon. <laughs> yeah, so, so funny story. I don't know if you've seen, like somebody took our faces and put them on the, on the Bee Gees, like for that cover, for that single. Oh, because really? uh, a few years ago, we did a tour with fucking Crowbar, which mm-hmm. is awesome. 
those guys are amazing. Yeah. Fucking Southern boys, man. Louisiana. Fucking yep. Kirk. Is just yeah, like, Kurt's a oh, fucking bad motherfucker. Y'all, y'all, y'all's my favorite band, man. I'll tell you what, you know, fucking. But he when started. You get a nod from one of those guys Barn, that band like, started singing that when we were on tour with them. Yeah. You know, dude. No, he definitely hooked us up, man. He he's wore wore our shirts and like some interviews, like magazine things. You know, they're That's they're down, man. But yeah, one of those guys started singing that for fun, the the night demon thing over that night fever song, and it just sucks. So we would like listen to that shit backstage before yeah. we go on, like get pumped awesome. up, you know. Yeah. Whatever it takes, man. You know. That's that's right. I mean, so um, um it's always but, funny too because oh, uh, we've had um like a ridiculous plethora. Go ahead, bring it on. What do you got? Um, hello. Oh, you there? Son of a bitch. Can you hear me, bud? Our connection got ready. Oh, it did? Yeah. Are we back? All right, I think we're back. Back. Okay. Yeah, we're good. You know, I, I was going to ask, like, what are your, like, what have become Night Demon's pre-show rituals? You know what I mean? Like, we always had, like, weird entrance music. Like, for a long time, The Wrath would come out to M.I.A., you know what I mean? Because it was like a really good song yeah. that we just all love. Like, what are what are night, some of Night Demons like, like cooler, like funner, like uh, pre-show rituals that you guys do? Well, yeah, dancing around to the Bee Gees is always a good one. You know, yeah. <laughs> just jumping around that beat gets you going. You know, you know, get down, do some push-ups, mm-hmm. run around. You know, get some sweat going. Um, you know, maybe have a beer or something. I don't know. It's not as crazy as it used to be with our drinking, you know, because it just gets sloppy, but that was some fun <laughs> yeah. days. But yeah. You can't do that forever. Um, no, I don't know. We had one of the tours that we did where we actually brought a sound guy with us. Uh, we had a thing where we had a, a playlist where that he would play at a certain time, like 20 minutes before our set time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of cool because we had like, I think the last song on there was Oxnard, Ill Reputes, Oxnard, you know? So nice. we kind of get us pumped up and people in the crowd, no matter where we were in the world, they're hearing the old piece Oxnard, you know, I mean, Foley, no one, dude. most people didn't know what that was, you know, and, and then, you know, we would have our own thing backstage. I mean, we always have some sort of intro music, um, but like sometimes there'd be a certain song. Uh, there's a band called Demon. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, mm-hmm. but they have a song called Night of the Demon. All right. And. Jarvis claims he didn't know anything about this band before he started the band, but okay. it's too, the coincidence is crazy, man. It's <laughs> yeah, Demon. Yeah. The song is Night of the Demon. And in the, in the verses, in one of the verses, he says A Curse of the Damned, which is the title of yeah. Night Demon's first full-length record. Yeah. So that's always a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's never heard of it. Obviously. You can argue. Yeah. No, I don't, you know. Hey, man. Hey. You know, some things Jarvis- just leave alone. He's an interesting beast. I love, I fucking love him. Love him, man. He's, yeah, yeah. There's no one like that. I mean, you know, there's just no one like him. You know? No. He's, he's crazy. So how has the podcast thing been? I mean, have you guys, like, seen good response? Or, I mean, is it you and him on yeah. it every, every week? Or is Dusty on it as well? Or what's no, the deal? No, dude. We, yeah. So, no, no, no. There's a guy that, that you got to check it out, man. Yeah. So there was this guy from uh, Canada Actually, Newfoundland, which is like the most furthest like yeah. part of Canada. Um, oh, yeah. Believe me, I watch I watch and a he... lot of Alaskan shows. 
Yeah, so you know what's yeah, up. So I, I always see shit like Anyway, that. so this – no, this guy had an Iron Maiden podcast thing, and it was him and another guy, and they would just do everything made, and they deep, you know, get into their songs, like break everything down, you know, for Kurt, <clears> like <throat> really, really in-depth shit. And he's been doing it for a few years and like Jarvis has been on it a couple times and made friends with the guys. And, and so that thing kind of came to an end and he, this guy, Chris pitched the idea. He's like, Hey, what do you think about doing a night team and podcast? And at first we're like, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. what do you want to do? You know, yeah. but no dude, he's like, so there's a curator, which is awesome. Oh, so good. he hits okay. us every week. Yeah. He comes up. I mean, we've all kind of brainstormed ideas. I mean, obviously, at some point, every single song will be broken down on this, right? You know, right. per episode. But so, as far as right now, you know, he'll like hit us with questions, and then depending on what it's about, we'll also bring in other people. Like there was a whole episode about like the the thing with the scorpions with Lee John Roth, you know, in mm -hmm. trance. How did that come about? That's so insane, there was us. Dude. Plus, we got. Yeah. Everybody that was involved in making that happen also, you know, was on it. Basically, we just send them questions and like, hey, man, record it on your phone. And then Chris will narrate it and edit it together and have, cool. you know, uh, there's tracks. You know, when we when he talks about like uh, our own songs, it gets in. There's like demos that, you know, no one's heard. He'll break mm -hmm. down. We give him the fucking individual tracks. He'll like talk about, oh, check out this guitar part here. It'll play that thing by itself. And then that ties in to the subscriber thing. Because mm. then it's like, if you want to hear the full demo, mm. become a subscriber and you get all this fucking content yeah. that, yeah. you know, you can't get anywhere else, you know? Original mm. demos, like fucking, you know, whatever, you know? I mean, it's crazy because every week we do a new one. So we're yeah. working on this shit. And he, it's a lot of work, dude. You know, I mean, you know, it, it's a lot it of fucking work, you know, that I do, I, you know, I do. I obviously Shimer couldn't be here today. He had, he had to, I think he had to yeah. pick up his kids from the airport, but um, you know, it, it is a lot of fucking work, especially like with something so centered like that. Like I, I also see like a lot of those true crime podcasts where it's like research upon research upon research, you know, it's, yeah. it's rad that there's someone that has a real passion like for that. Yeah. That helps you guys well, he out. Became you know a, what I mean? He became a fan of the band <laughs> because somebody had sent him, we have a song, um, it's called Made in Hell, spelled like Ma Iron Maiden, you know, Made in Hell. And all the lyrics are fucking song titles. It's like a Maiden like tribute yeah. song, but all the lyrics are song titles. So he stitched together all these fucking song titles and made a story out of it. And nice, so dude. somebody sent that to this guy and he just loved it. And that's how he found out about Night Team and then he just became a fan. So it's cool because like we don't really have to feed him much. Like he digs into it, you know. Well, that's good like, too we'll because. Like if someone were to approach me about a podcast about something I've done, I immediately th would think like this could be a punishing fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do I want to get punished for eight hours a fucking week, you know, about something I'm no, doing? Like, yeah. you know, which it could go so south. So, and you guys, I mean, metal fans are the greatest fans on earth. I mean, much more dedicated than yeah. me and me and uh, John C argue about this shit all the time. I'm like, metal fans are a thousand times better because they're dedicated. Not only that, they have fucking jobs and they buy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but totally, but they will punish you on a level that 
is unfucking real sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, and I know you guys have done like gone and done private shows for people and shit like that, you know, which, and I'm sure they were fine, yeah. but Holy shit, man. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I my you know, my threshold for like bullshit is like about this big, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. could, I just, could, yeah. I'd, I'd be like fucking dying, you know, like, but they can punish the shit out of you, you know? Oh, they do. And yeah. you know, we're nice guys, so we so we deal with it. It's fine, you, you know. You guys are heroes. It's better I mean, than sitting, <laughs> yeah. sitting on your couch and trying to figure out what to do with your life. So I'd rather do that. That's okay. If that's yeah. the if that's the fucking the the side effect from like being able to fucking live your dreams and play music, then right. that's cool. I'm good. You know, yeah. I'll take and that. And you always you've always so, kept like you've always had the same mentality, like no matter what, from the days of being in Rick's fucking little practice space. You know what I mean? Fuck like yeah, you've always kept that same energy, dude, which is really nice. Cause you know, there's a lot of people let that shit go to their heads, dude. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know, it's, it's just, it can get really bad, but it, I'm, I'm so appreciative that you've always kept the same level of respect. And you know what I mean? I, I, if you're like me, you know, I know you believe like high tides raise all ships, the better you do in night demon and Ventura, the better everyone does in Ventura. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, that's the know. thing, you know, and we, we definitely claim it everywhere we go, man, every night. Yeah. Ventura, 19 from Ventura, California, you know, mm-hmm. and then people always ask us, well, where is that? You know, like, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. why don't you come to our festival and like come check right. it out? You know, then we fucking bring tourism into this downtown mm-hmm. too. And like, yeah, know, it's great. Shit like man. that. I mean, so, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. so I, I wanted to ask, like, has there, has there been anything like that's happened on tour where you really thought like, how much do I want to do this? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that we've all had those <laughs> moments, you know what I mean? But like, like, give me like one, like a couple of moments where you're like, dude, I, this is just, this is too much. And then I'd love to hear like, you know, some of your tops, I mean, cause playing with, you know, fucking uh, John, right. Uh, uh, Uli John Roth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Uli John Christ. Roth, yeah. Uli John Roth is like nuts, dude. Like, so like, yeah. give me, show me, I want to hear some of the dichotomy, like times that you've seen, but you're like, no, dude. Fuck. No. I mean, honestly, with the Night Demon thing, I kind of came into it when it, Dave already kind of did those, they did the rough yeah. shit, you know, before mm-hmm. I joined the band and, and I had yeah. done that shit with other bands too. Oh yeah. Know? No. Like talk to the Glass and Ashes boys and a few of that, when I did that shit with them, <laughs> yeah. fucking crazy. We stayed in some really fucking sketchy ass squats in Europe and shit where it's like, mm-hmm. am I sleeping in bed bugs? Am I, is that, am I tripping out or shit crawling on me? Like, what is this slop I'm getting fed? It's like prison food, you know, like big things. It's like plop down. Slop, glog, day. like fucking gulag or whatever. Yeah. The yeah. Is. yeah gu- <laughs> the, the gruel, yeah. you know, the, gu- the gruel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know I mean, and fuck, obviously man. me and you are one of the rare people that's actually toured with the glass and ashes you know what i mean yeah <laughs> was, right i don't know if it's just them or what but i mean we watched them implode on each other but you know when the raft did that tour and that was nuts oh yeah <laughs> you know, <I> was like <laughs> what the fuck you know because we were so high like you know i think we we're still a three-piece at the time right and you know we went yeah. on the tour with them and it was like we were all we're fucking stoners, dude. And we're having a great time. And they had obviously had a lot of inner turmoil before this had ever come, you know? And like, 
I, I was like, man, I learned a lot of like what not to do, what I don't want to do on tour. You know what I mean? Or don't, yeah. what I don't want to do to be in a band. And I'm not saying anything bad about the people, nothing. You know what I no. mean? Like the band is incredible. No. Fucking still one of the most talented bands that ever come out of Ventura. But you know, I just went on being Definitely. on that shit and watching that shit implode, like watching a band implode on tour was nuts, dude. Like it really, it was <laughs> yeah. a huge learning curve for me, you know? Yeah what not to do right <laughs> um fuck man it's hard to rack my brain about this shit because i'm i don't have the best memory when it comes to this shit but certain things there was a good moment and i and i it didn't make me like question why i'm doing this but it was definitely one of those fuck i think this is the end right now <laughs> was basically we played this uh this is when we toured with um the german band except the metal band oh yeah and um we did one show. We were in Scandinavia. And we were in Sweden, and there was a show on this. We were taking this ferry because we were supposed to go to Finland, and we were gonna play on this ferry. It was like a rock and roll fucking cruise ship from Sweden to Finland. You know, nice. it's like an overnight thing. It's like fifteen hundred drunk Swedish people on this thing. You know, the show is great and all that. You know, but like we had to get off the ferry at like. I don't know, four in the morning because that thing just turns around and goes back to Sweden. And then we were going to get another ferry. There's some Island in the middle of that sea, whatever it is that is like, you know, boats come and go to. So, but we had to get off of that thing like four in the morning and then get on this other ferry. Well, you know, we're fucking, everybody's hammered on this thing. Like we don't know how to find the van, like get down underneath into the, I don't know if you've ever been on those big ferries, I've never, but like no. they're insane. Dude, Tour buses, semi trucks are on this thing, like wow. inside. That's how big they are, you know? Crazy. Like a cruise ship or something. So we're all trying to, yeah. yeah. So luckily we ran into some of the crew from the other band. We're like, oh, okay, here you guys are. Do you know how the fuck do we get back to the band? You know, it's like a run at a time. And we're like, okay, yeah, follow us. And all the meanwhile, like our tour manager is nowhere to be found. And he's the guy that's supposed to be looking after us and make sure we get where we're going and, you know, yeah. know where the fuck we are. And no one can find him. So we're in the bowels of this thing in our little van. And, the you know, the, the doors are going down. You know, we're supposed to drive off. And the crew is like, you got to go now. Because it's like, you know, everything's on a tight schedule. They're like, trying to offload a thousand cars, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then turn back around and go back to Sweden. And we're like, where the fuck is this guy? And then finally, someone got a hold of him. He showed up. Jarvis starts screaming at him, you know, because we're paying this guy, you know, on top of it. We don't have the money to pay anybody at this point. And this guy's like making us almost miss this thing. So then what we have to do, it's four in the morning. This island is frozen. It's like in the middle of the Baltic Sea or some shit. There's like icebergs. And we had to wait till like 10 a.m. for the next ferry. So there's no hotels or anything to get off. So we had to sit in our van and fucking wait till 10 a.m while fucking accept is parked behind us in their bus with the heaters on and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like our crew guys are fucking yelling at each other, like getting in fist fights. Dustin and Jarvis fucking get into it. Cause when somebody <laughs> calls somebody a pussy and they're like in the van and I'm grabbing both of them. And Dustin like smashes a fucking sandwich on Jarvis's head. And the other guys are like outside in the snow, like literally like going at it, dude. And I'm just sitting there. I'm the only guy that didn't have a problem with anybody, you know? I'm just like, <laughs> so what good. the fuck is going on? And I'm screaming at everybody, like, what the fuck are you guys doing, you know? And then, and then eventually, 
you know, the tears come. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. And then everybody fucking passes out in this thing. Like, you know, it's like <laughs> ice on the windshield. Yeah. Because we can't run the van all night long. And I think there's a picture. One of the guys in the other band came out and took a picture of us all. Fucking passed out in there, frozen to death, you know. Dude, I would have paid. That was a so, pretty good one. I would have paid so much money to see, except in their bus, like looking at yeah, you guys all fighting each other. Yeah. Oh fuck! It was crazy. Like That's everybody awesome. was fighting each other in yeah. the band and in the crew. It was fucked That's up. amazing, man. And me and meanwhile, they're wearing like, cause you know, we're like, fuck yeah, we made like. You know, like bomber jackets with the logo on it, like mm-hmm. crew. You know, yeah. I was like fuck yeah, dude, we got the uniforms, and so these guys are all in their gear, like fucking going at it and shit. And fuck, <laughs> fucking night demon throwing blows on each other all day. You know what's uh, really hard to do is fight in a parka. On a, on a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in their van, like you no. Know? Yeah. Yeah, so good, man. Negative twenty degrees outside. Oh my god, I went on a tour with um, I went on a tour as a roadie with uh, Jackass, right? One time, and we got thrown out. Oh yeah, right. uh, We got thrown out of the hotel room in Edmonton, Canada, at like three in the morning, right? Yeah. And that that tour ended (laughs) as much like a VH1 fucking where are they now as any tour could have ended, right? You know what I mean? Like it was insane from the start. Yeah. But I remember us, like, in Canada, driving from Edmonton to Calgary or something. I want to say it was that. It's like a 14-hour fucking drive, right? And yeah. it's negative yeah. fucking 10. And I'm in a sleeping oh, yeah. bag. I'm in a sleeping bag, full clothes, and I'm driving. You know, because the heater is just not <laughs> keeping up, dude. Wow. And I remember going, like, fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, this is bullshit, <laughs> man. Like, I'm not yeah. getting paid for one. I'm just, I just went for the ride. You know what I mean? To help. Yeah, yeah, sure. I wasn't playing. I wasn't doing shit. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Being cold and miserable is probably the worst, you know? I remember the first, the first tour I ever went on with my band, my high school band, the whereabouts. This was like, I don't know. We were probably like 18 or 19. Uh, My dad had a, one of those cargo vans, you know, it was just empty. There's nothing in it, you know? So I convinced him to let us take this thing. And it was just a little thing up the coast and like, you know, we played like Santa Cruz and, you know, Sacramento or something. Went up to Portland, I think, was the farthest we went. And, uh, you know, so we're in this thing. It's fucking so there's no insulation in there, man. It's a tin can. You know, the heater yeah. only works in the front. We threw a couch in the back, you know, had our gear in there. There's no seats and shit. I remember sleeping so dangerous. on the, the bass players like that. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> on the know. 8 by 10 waking up. And it was snowing outside, and we were in Weed, California, and I thought that was the coolest fucking thing ever, you know? Because yeah. you didn't know back then there was actually a place called Weed, California, and it snowed there. You're in California. <laughs> yeah. It's cold as fuck. I mean, it's tin can, you know, but it was still awesome. Yeah, that, that's when, like, yeah. back then you could be excited for the adventure and the story, you know what I mean? But tour number 150, yeah. you're like, okay, man fuck yeah yeah Yeah, that's brutal earn something a little bit better than this but yeah so hey listen i love touring it's it's great but at this point i'm pretty cool right now i'm fine being home has been really good you know even though now like we got it pretty good you know we go out there yeah there are hotels mostly every night and stuff and and it's chill and we have a van and everything but, you know, the drives are still long, you know, and like, you, so if you have a hotel, so what? You get there like 
what at fucking one in the morning after the show and right. sometimes you got to leave at six or something <clears throat> yeah. and it's like you just yeah. go there to shower and shit and get the fuck out the next day it's not yeah. like all this grander shit going on you know yeah that's what people so, don't realize you know and what when I mean? you're doing it's, that it's it's drive for fucking 12 hours to play you know you're at a venue all fucking day long or even evening you play for your hour your hour and a half you pack it up and you're fucking back on you know what i mean it's like people don't know that like it's like oh yeah you guys get to party it's like yeah we partied for three hours like and then it was a 16 hour drive to the next show (laughs) you know what i mean like and it's you know it's got to be nice for you to be home and like really get to group your head together again you know like yeah and it's good man you know like we've hit it pretty hard for the last three years and we've never taken this long of a break you yeah. know so whether and, we want to I or think not you said it right. do, i think you so. i think you said it right like i think you're right like a lot we all needed this break the music industry needed this break to really kind of you know regroup and i think you're right like when this shit comes back it's going to be fire dude i mean if you can get through the fucking sea of people that are trying to do it at the same time you know what I mean? Um, well, it's gonna be but, but here's nuts. the thing, too. It's like, how many people are going to last through this? How many bands are going to make it through this shit? Mm-hmm. And then it's then the other thing, it's going to probably thin the herd a little bit, which mm-hmm. is going to be good for the ones that do survive it. Mm-hmm. And fuck, it's going to be like, like born again, man. You know, yeah. so I'm, I'm excited about that. That's so that'll be cool. Do you have any good? Uh, do you have any recording projects? I mean, I know you've been very busy recording and shit, but you got any like obviously you've recorded the majority of my bands obviously but I, and yeah. how many like yeah. how many records have you actually recorded have you counted like like or as far as like fuck, like projects and stuff fuck i mean i would have to say it's probably i mean if you want to really go for the beginning i'd say it's probably close to a thousand that's crazy dude because <laughs> you've mean, never you've always been recording bands i mean as long as i've known you you know it's, it's insane man you know well, we, we i moved into rick hunter's place in 99 and we shared roger you know mm-hmm. he was in no motive at the time and we got the room right next to them and there was a little window i don't know if you've been upstairs in the back corner yeah it's kind of like a little setup like it is downstairs mm-hmm. so I mean, immediately, right away, like we started recording there because I had his brother let us use his eight track reel to reel machine Mm -hmm. before I bought my own, you know? And so, dude, I mean, you're talking, okay, so that's 99, that's 20 years, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Pretty much. 20 years is insane. So, yeah. You know, 20 or 30 bands a year, eh, maybe 600. I don't know. It's got, (laughs) it's way up there. I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I've got the, you know, the wall of fame up yeah. here. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, twenty. There's like thirty <laughs> records on the wall. Right. And I have five more to put up. And those are just bands that have put vinyl out or like released or right. actually put it out physically, yeah. you know. Then what about all the CDs and just mm-hmm. the digital shit? So it's countless. I mean, I have probably ten hard drives full of shit that I I have pretty much everything from like the early 2000s stored away somewhere so wow you know and plus i have two bins full of tapes you know i was thinking like man because i have a setup now where i can i'm starting to do transfers for people and like mm-hmm. people are sending me their old tapes and i'm you know transferring to digital and like i thought about the aux stuff I'm, I'm pretty sure that tape is floating around i'd love yeah and, if you find and, it let me know man one of these days 
just yeah. be cool. It's like, hey, here are the actual tracks. Yeah. I know I had to. I whatever. know I had to finish the vocals. I should fucking come in and finish them, and then fucking. Oh. <laughs> I mean, right. who gives a shit? Release it. You know what I mean? Why not? Why Fuck not? It, you know who cares? You know. Um, dude, it's yeah. fucking. I mean, it's so awesome to catch up with you, man. I mean, I'll, I'll see you on the next one. We got a bunch yeah. of new new batch Definitely. of shit. You know, we'll be. I'll be uh, sending your way here soon. But, Good. Um, for Good. Uh, please plug anything that you want to plug before we get out of here. Yeah, check out um, the the podcast, man. Night Demon, Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast. It's on all the formats, whatever. Just type it in Google and it'll pop up. It's a weekly fucking show. Like, I mean, for example, like we literally just finished. There was a six part series on our live record. Six fucking episodes. Crazy. You know, went into everything. Yeah. The beginning, how it got there, the gear. We talked to the people that mixed, like every fucking little thing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really cool. We just this weekend we have a Halloween special that's gonna drop. Nice. It's like two hours of us just talking about horror movies and the you know all the imagery with the band and whatever you know. Yeah, it's fun stuff. It's really cool. And so that's kind of where we are giving people new stuff. Um, yeah, we'll have probably a new record at the beginning of the year. Is the plan? Um, and then just studio man. So everybody that's fucking recording or writing music come in and fucking record that's right. i'm ready captain's I'm ready. quarters I'm here captain's quarters yep yeah man well fuck dude it's a pleasure to catch up with you and you know yeah I'll, dude I'll, I'll stop by and say hi and uh for sure thanks brother love you brother and for those of you who uh give a shit you know check out the get heavy patreon uh one dollar a month gets you early access and uh bonus footage uh, there's a higher tiers that get you discounts on merch. Check out the masks and the t-shirts that are coming out. Masks are ready. T-shirts are just lagging, dude. So uh, nice. hit us up well, there. Uh, get Heavy Podcast, Big Cartel. And um, that's it. That's it. Ho- hey, hopefully, this, so this will come out right after the election, assuming uh, there's a yes. world still. <laughs> right? so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if this never surfaces, it's because the word fell apart. Why the world we're... <laughs> blew up, finally. <laughs> totally. so you know what? And I'm, okay, and I'm okay with that too, man. Right, At this you know? point, yeah. I've done pretty much everything I wanted yeah. to do, kind of, you know. Yeah, So I mean. I'm good. Yeah, anyway. It's, it's nice fun. knowing you guys. <laughs> uh, Trump 2020. There. I don't know. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Piece of shit. God damn that Fuck guy. Fuck them all 2020. How about that? Anyway. I like that one better. Fuck them all 2020. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. We'll talk to you. Cool, brother. All See right. ya.